You're listening to Tea with Basha, a podcast that inspires you to curate your life and be the version of yourself that you want to be. My name is Basha Restrepo, and I'm sharing lessons, perspectives, and discussing topics that will help you help yourself. Because as they say, everything that you need is already within you. Welcome back to Tea with Basha. If it's your first time here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and that is so appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at Tea with Basha. Now grab your tea and let's talk. Welcome back to another episode. Today we are talking about how to be honest without being mean. Learning to be honest with anyone, coworkers, employees, friends, family, without also burning bridges in the process can be a tough task. Sometimes we feel like we have to assert some sort of power over other people when they suggest a poor idea. And other times we point out flaws in another person when we don't think about the consequence or feeling snappy. Sometimes we don't choose the right words and words can really hurt. Regardless of the reason, learning to consider the feelings of those around us while staying true to our own virtues is a superior way to manage both self-confidence and sympathy. Today, we're going to discuss how you can continue to be honest without being mean. And then we'll dive into the benefits of this and how you see this appear in your daily life. Being honest without being brutal is a process. It's not a single goal. And the steps I'm about to mention are ways in which you can soften your approach with other people and learn to be honest without being mean in the process. Whether intentional or unintentional, There are ways we can all learn to be nicer, even when there is a hard truth to share. But at the end of the day, being honest is really important. Honesty is always the best policy. Even though sometimes hearing the truth can be hard, it's always best to be open with others and definitely not lie just because we feel bad. In most cases, a good approach to honesty is a lot better than lying. Here are some steps you can follow to soften your approach the next time you have to break some honest news to someone, but you still want to consider their feelings. First, find a suitable time and place. Before you even start this conversation, make sure you have a suitable atmosphere to have it. As the saying goes, there's a time and place for everything. That includes the conversations that we don't want to have. Some conversations deserve lots of time to talk and express feelings from both sides. Other conversations are shorter and don't require as much one-on-one, but they still deserve to be had in a private place. For example, telling your coworker something that he may or may not like to hear should not take place in a crowded lunch area. These conversations deserve privacy. Let's take a breakup, for example. Honesty is the best policy here, but if you decide to tell your romantic partner that you're no longer interested while you're in the supermarket, that's pretty harsh, not just honest. Consider when and where you can have the conversation before you actually do. Number two, consider words and tone of voice. Your tone of voice can often be misconstrued. Maybe someone was giving you a compliment, but it rubbed you the wrong way because they seemed moody when they spoke to you. The way in which we say things can often mean more than what we actually say. This is just human nature. We definitely interpret meaning out of things that we don't always need to. We project. But adjusting your tone of voice can at least avoid issues. Since we're considering words and tone of voice, let's use wording as an example here. 
let's say I turn to you and say, your presentation could have been better versus your presentation needed some work. Do you hear the difference between what words I focus on and how each one gives the sentence a completely different level of harshness? Even though, yes, your presentation needed some adjustments, in the first sentence, I focused on how your presentation was clearly not good. In the second one, I emphasized how there might be room for improvement. This is a simple practice of mindfulness. Focusing on how you say this will get easier for you. You just have to spend more time practicing. And think before you speak, because once you say the words, you can't take them back. Number three, do not lead with power. The next tip for you today is to avoid leading a situation with a feeling of power or authority. Asserting authority over someone can automatically have your honesty coming off as ruder than intended. This is important to create a balanced conversation that both sides feel comfortable participating in. Bringing experience or power into the conversation, such as speaking down to employees or younger peers, makes them feel as if you're not being as kind. And ultimately, the goal is really to be honest while still making the other person feel seen and accepted. Let's use our workplace as an example. Can you tell that I have a lot of workplace examples? Speaking to an employer over a desk as a boss brings power to the conversation. In some cases, this might be appropriate, but in others, it's not. Having a conversation in a break room removes that authoritative barrier and creates a conversation based on equality. This will make the other person more comfortable and it'll help you grow your confidence to have better conversations. Number four, criticize ideas instead of the person. This could be used in plenty of contexts, but let's talk about using this in everyday conversations. This is obviously important when we talk to friends and family. For example, let's say your friend asks you to go out for dinner, but you think it's a horrible idea because you're very busy and you've already told them this. Maybe you want to be honest and tell them that you can't. The super harsh response would be to get angry because you've already explained to them how busy you are. The honest and not mean way is to bring up and restate that you're too busy and that dinner is just not an option right now. The difference between these two situations is that one is focused on making them feel bad and the other is just focused on delivering the message in an honest way. You can even phrase it as, hey, I mentioned this before, but I'm super busy and I just can't make it. I'll definitely reach out once my schedule opens up. Number five, balance, support, and inquiry. This can usually be done in equal pairs, meaning when you have to be honest about something, Also provide a little compliment or support to even it out. This only applies to some conversations, but it can lighten the mood when you need it to. For example, maybe you have to tell your friend she's talking a little too much when you're trying to focus on work. Instead of just asking her to stop or barking at her, balance it with another comment. Try telling her you want to talk after, but just not right now. Hey, I'm really, really swamped. Can we chat later? This takes the sting away from the initial honesty. Situations like this can be really difficult to be honest in, especially when we don't want to come off as rude, but there are ways it can be equaled out. And you can still make your point. Lastly, you'll want to offer a solution to the person you're being honest with when it's okay to do so. This kind of lessens the harshness when you have to be brutally honest, but it can also show that you're being empathetic. This could come into play in a few different scenarios. 
Maybe someone asks you to drive them home, but it's very far out of your way and you just don't want to. A harsh way would be to turn them down, but a nicer way would be to help them find another way home, even when you can't drive them. You can say something like, hey, I really can't drive you. That's very out of my way, but I can wait with you if you want to take an Uber. It may sound kind of harsh, but at the end of the day, you still have to remember that you need to do what's best for you. You don't want to fall into the trap of becoming a people pleaser. Now that we've talked about the steps to being honest, what are the benefits of being honest? What can you expect when you incorporate honesty without being mean in your life? These can happen in work atmospheres, social settings, and everything in between. Well, number one, you'll gain respect from others. It may seem counterintuitive, but Practicing being honest without being mean is actually going to help you gain respect from the people around you. When someone comes across as rude or short, you typically find them unattractive. No one likes to be insulted, but when you can manage how you portray yourself to other people and be honest while still being nice, the people you speak with will respect the efforts you've made and who you are as a person, which ties into number two. Honesty builds trust in relationships. Sometimes you want to be the person who everyone knows will tell the truth, no matter how hard it is, because they can always come to you and trust your opinion, versus someone that's constantly telling people what they want to hear, particularly if they know that as an honest person, you also maintain a certain level of respect. That balance of being honest and being respectful will gain a lot of trust. Lastly, and most prominently, These practices will help you avoid hurting other people's feelings, unintentionally, which will have huge benefits to your life as a whole. Fostering good relationships while focusing on your self-development is the goal we all strive for. And being kind to those around us is the biggest step. Well, I truly hope you enjoyed this episode and found a lot of value in it. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at teawithbasha. Please leave us a review if you love the podcast and until next time.